0: everybody it's your boy Juanito Papito Sol Solito the third back at it again with another coverage of Dragon Ball and today we're gonna be talking about Dragon Ball episode The Legend of Goku now before we jump into this I just want to remind you guys that we do have a discord going on and the link can be found in the link tree link down below as well as On my Instagram, in the bio, you can find the links for everything. That's for all the podcast episodes, for Twitter, and uh, for my Facebook page. And I've been, uh, like I said before, I've been streaming pretty consistently for myself now on Facebook. So you guys go check that out, drop me a follow, chit-chat with me there a little bit if you'd like, and all of that. But enough of that, trying to keep it sweet and to the point. We are covering the Legend of Goku. This episode's pretty pretty straightforward. There's nothing crazy going on. This is the last episode of the Emperor Pilaf saga. So for this episode, we start off where we left off um, with Goku turning into the Great Ape. And for those of you who didn't catch that in the last episode, Goku turns into a Great Ape when there's a full moon. That is the power or power slash ability of him having that tail. Um, so the moon basically emits like these particle waves that give a Saiyan the ability to turn into an ape. And it's supposed to be very devastating. And it's what they use to basically eradicate life from planets. So Goku's in his great ape form. He has no no control over it. He doesn't know what's going on. And it's just the eight form has taken over and he is destroying the castle that everybody was being held captive in. So he breaks everybody out of the Easy Bake Oven and everybody starts running for their lives because they're afraid that Goku's going to kill them. But meanwhile, uh, Pilaf, Shu, and Mai are still asleep in the castle and they don't have any idea what's going on. And all of a sudden, Mai and Shu wake up and they freak out and Pilaf wakes up for like a moment. But he falls back asleep, and Pilaf was, like, dreaming about uh, being, like, a bee. And, like, when he wakes up, he goes, yeah, I was dreaming that I was a bee and that I was about to sting somebody. And it, it's, it seemed like, the way he said it, like, he was annoyed that he was woken up. So he ends up going back to sleep. But then um Mai and Chu scream because uh, the great ape breaks the ceiling and they see the ape attacking and destroying the castle. So they, like, start screaming and they yell for Pilaf to wake up. And then after this, it's basically, like, an all-out run. Everybody's, like, trying to run for their lives. So Emperor Pilaf, Shu, and Mai all start running throughout the castle to get out of there. And they end up, like, jumping into, like, this airplane that they have, like, in a hangar. And they're, like, they're trying to get it running and it won't run. And Pilaf keeps yelling. So Mai says, yeah, Pilaf, I think if you yell louder, then the plane will kick on. And Piof starts screaming like a girl, (laughs) and then like, and then Maya like says something about how like the plane's being stubborn, and they keep like trying to turn it over, turn it over, and it just won't turn on. You can see the Great Ape is about to reach like the hangar that they're in in his like rampage, and finally like the plane kicks on, and they they they're able to fly out in the nick of time before uh before the great ape destroys everything and they're like flying around now and goku i mean uh not goku sorry uh yamcha boma par and oolong are all running for their lives and they're just they still like they're still in disbelief that that's goku and what's going on but they want to they want to help him somehow but they can't figure out what to do and then we cut back to like Pilaf in the plane and he starts like whining about how it took him 10 years to build this this castle so instead of like instead of being like oh thank goodness we all made it out with our lives we're all okay Peeloff's complaining that that the castle is being destroyed and it took him 10 years to build it so Peeloff decides that he wants revenge tells mai to turn the plane around and attack the great ape now they don't know that this is goku they were asleep the whole time so they didn't hear anything about the story with Goku and his grandpa. None of that. And they turn around and they start shooting like this machine gun that's on the front of the plane at Goku. And they do like a bunch of passes. They fly by him and keep doing it. And Goku's like swatting at him. It looks like something out of King Kong. You know he's just swatting at him trying to get them. But he can't. So Peeloff realizes that the, the guns aren't doing anything to him. So he tells Mai to release a heat seeking rocket. And shoot it at at the Great Ape. So they get a lock on to him, and they launch this rocket. And Bulma and everyone's so worried because they don't want anything to happen to Goku. They don't want him to get destroyed. And this missile comes flying out. Boom! Hits him perfectly and knocks him down. And it it seems like like they defeated the Great Ape. It's it's not moving. You don't see it breathing or anything. And they do, like, uh, my does, like, a couple of flybys, double-checking, making sure, like, the coast is clear. And so they land, and they get out, and off starts, like, yelling at the Great Ape, thinking, like, it's dead. And they're yelling at it and everything, and he starts, like, jumping on its tail. And all of a sudden, um, like, the Great Ape starts, like, twitching. Like, his fingers twitch, his, his mouth moves a little bit. So the Great Ape starts rampaging again and coming after P-Off. My and Shu, but luckily for them, they get into the plane fast enough, and they fly off. But the Great Ape grabs, like, a piece of, like, the castle that it broke breaks off, and throws it at the plane, and it just hits the plane. All of a sudden, the plane blows up and crashes, but, once again, Emperor peel off Shu and My make it out alright, they're okay. And they kind of just, you know, disappear. That's, that's like the, the last of uh, that we see of them in this episode. Now, the Great Ape turns its attention to yamcha bulma and everyone and it ends up picking up bulma the great ape it starts like licking her and everything like he's about to eat her bulma starts like screaming and flailing but she passes out she like screams so hard that she just passes out and yamcha's like oh like everyone's trying to figure out what to do but yamcha's like oh i'm gonna have to i think it's time for for the wolf fang fist so yamcha does the wolf fang fist and breaks, like, parts of the castle walls that were just around them. And makes a sword out of it. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy handwork for Yamcha's Wolfang Fist to be able to, like, do... To make an object. Like, he made a sword out of this. So he grabs his sword and he runs over, jumps up in the air. And decides that he's going to cut off Goku's tail. Because go- they remembered Goku's weakness is his tail. So they go. he jumps up. Swings at his tail and the sword just breaks. So his, his tail is too strong to be cut off by a, by a stone sword. Which, like, I, like, going into that, I, I was like, yeah, I don't think this could work. I feel like it would actually have to be a blade. And so that didn't work out. Yamcha ends up just jumping onto the tail and grabbing onto it. The great ape starts freaking out and it gets angry. And it gets enraged and it ends up, like, dropping Bulma and then, uh, Plar and Oolong jump onto, like, the tail. And now, like, the great ape kinda starts, like, with, like, the force they're putting on the tail now, like, the great ape kinda starts to lose, like, will to fight. So Yamcha yells at Pwar, tells her to turn into a pair of scissors, and to cut off Goku's tail. So, she does that. She turns into, she turns into this, a pair of scissors, and she ends up cutting off Goku's tail. So the ape screams, lets out this huge roar, And then slowly starts shrinking and transforming back into Goku. Now Goku's just like passed out asleep on the ground. And Oolong's like holding holding Goku's tail. And he's like oh looks like he went back to normal. And then it's like he's kind of like surprised that the tail is back to like a normal size now too. And it's not this gigantic tail. Then it's like the next morning. And Goku doesn't remember like transforming the night before or anything like that. And nobody tells him, nobody decides to, you know, break it to him that he is a great ape. He's, he's the reason why his grandpa uh died or anything like that. And then uh Bulma starts, like, yelling to Oolong, like, give Goku some of your clothes. He's butt naked. He doesn't have anything. So he's still naked. Slept all night no- with no clothes on. And so Oolong reluctantly, like, gives him his pants because now Oolong has the world's most comfortable underwear. He's not going to give him that. So he ends up giving him the pants. The overalls that he wears. These like green overalls. And Goku like starts asking about everything. Like where his power pole is and everything. And Yamcha tells him. Oh, it's probably in the rubble over there. Of the, of the castle. And then Goku loses like balance. When Oolong like yells at him. And he ends up falling and Oolong thinks that like he scared Goku by yelling at him. And Goku's like, no, I just lost balance. And he's like, this is so weird. And then Yamcha tells him like, oh yeah, you're going to have to get used to this whole balancing on your own without your tail now. And that's when Goku realizes his tail is missing and he freaks out. He's like, Where can my tail have gone? Like this doesn't make sense. And then he's like, Well, I guess I'm gonna have to just sit here and wait for my tail to come back. And then everyone like tells him like that I don't think it works like that, Goku. They tell him like, yeah, your power pole's over there. So Goku now like starts making his way over to the power pole to grab it so he doesn't leave it behind, but he keeps falling because he's not, his balance is thrown off now that he's missing his tail. Then we cut to like Yamcha and Bulma and Yamcha's complaining about how he's gonna have to go a whole nother year being weird around women and Bulma's complaining that she's gonna have to go a whole another year without a boyfriend and then like it just clicks for them and in that moment is when they, when Yamcha and Bulma realize that they should date. So now they start getting, like, all giddy and everything. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, yo, this cannot be good. Like, like at, coming out of a situation like this, and one of you just wants a boyfriend, and the other one just want doesn't want to be weird around girls. And then you both just realize, like, oh, we could easily just solve our issue by dating each other. Like, that, that's not a reason to date each other. This is why... The Yamcha and, and Bulma relationship is destined to fail. Cause that is not a reason to date each other. But hey, it works apparently at this point in time. So they decide to date each other and that they're gonna uh, at least live relatively near each other. Bulma lives in the city, so she says, like, oh, we can all go back to the city instead of parting ways like Oolong uh, suggested earlier. They ask Goku, like, what's he, is he, if he's gonna come with them? And Goku says, no. I wanna go and, um, find Master Roshi, and I want him to train me. And he goes, because if somebody, like, could destroy this castle, and I couldn't do anything to it, then I wanna, I wanna, learn from master roshi so i become stronger so i could be as strong as the person who destroyed this castle and he says that obviously not knowing that it was him who did it and oolong almost slips out and tells him he's like you idiot but you're the one who and then he gets bonked in the head by yamcho and this is where like the pattern starts with goku now like you always see that there's always a hurdle there's always something in his path that makes him want to gain strength Cause he always wants to be the best version of himself. And at this particular moment, it's himself, but he doesn't know it. Like, he doesn't know it, that it's his great ape form that is what's now pushing him to become a stronger person. So, this is where the episode ends. Yamcha pulls out a capsule, and it's a plane, and, and, um, Yamcha, Balma, Ulong, and Plar all hop in the plane. Goku calls the flying nimbus, and this is like something out of like, um, uh, fast and furious with like the scene where like Vin Diesel drives off on the, on this like Y intersect one way and then Paul Walker goes the other way when they did that like, uh, when they did that tribute for Paul Walker. And I, and I, all I could picture was that song. I think it was like a Wiz Khalifa song, that Wiz Khalifa song playing. And it was like, when I see you again. And I was like, I was like, oh man, I could see this playing. I'm like, someone's got to make a TikTok out of this. And if one of you guys don't do it, I'm going to do it eventually. And Nick, Nick, if you're listening, you're not allowed to take my idea. Okay? Can't take it. But that is where the episode ends. The next episode we will be covering is called Goku's Rival. But before we we jump into that episode, that which is the new saga, that's the World Tournament saga. Before we jump into that, we are going to be covering um the first Dragon Ball movie, which is called Dragon Ball... Curse of the Blood Rubies. Now, this movie is basically a recap of these first 12 episodes we just went over, except they do change the main villain, so they don't have Emperor Pilaf, Mai, and Shu in this. It's a different villain, but we will jump into all the details with that when we cover this next week. Also, um we're going to be switching up the podcast a little bit, and... A good friend of mine who has been working in the background. We started this, we started this podcast together. You guys haven't met him yet, but I will introduce him to you in the movie podcast. So stay tuned for that. And I hope you stick around for the next saga, the world tournament saga, because things are going to get, um, a lot more exciting and everything. And the dynamic of the podcast is going to be changing just a tidbit, nothing too crazy, but. It's, it's something I see as, uh, improvement for, for all you guys. And then, like I said before, I just want to make the podcast as good as possible for everybody. Now, if you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to leave us a review on any platform that lets you review. Um, I'm not really sure which podcast platforms do and don't. I know Apple does, and I, I see the statistics and I see most of you are listening on Apple. So, You know, you could just leave any star review one to five. Doesn't matter. Like, you know, reviews are review. It's how I gain my feedback from you guys and learn to move forward with the podcast. So you don't even have to leave a comment. If you don't feel comfortable leaving one, you could just leave a star review and I'll kind of get the hint. And but a written review would be greatly appreciated. Also, do not forget, hit the link below in the description and you can follow us on Instagram to stay up to date on everything. Uh, You could join our Discord, and we could all chat in there, share memes, game together, and things like that. Got pretty carried away back there. I almost forgot the most important part of the podcast is the trivia. Guys, how could you let me almost forget about this? You know, I was going off giving you all this news and everything. I got carried away. Okay. So, this episode, what we have going on here with the trivia... This was the final episode in the early Ocean Group dub version of the show. So now, moving forward, you won't be seeing their version anymore. Also, uh, the scene where Emperor Pilaf is shooting the Great Ape with his plane, it's supposed to be a reflection back to King Kong. So as we have seen already in the last 12 episodes, um, Akira Toriyama has like a thing for referencing Um, American movies then there's a part when Yamcha clenches his teeth before he saves Bulma and he has all of his teeth but throughout the whole series right now he's been missing that this one tooth since he fought Goku so they messed up and they actually gave him all his teeth back instead of having that tooth missing but then again, I think in, if I remember correctly, in later episodes, they just give him all his teeth back too. And I, I think they might reference it. I can't remember, but we'll get to that at some point. Also, Ulong asked Goku if he's an alien, uh, a question that is answered much later in Dragon Ball Z. But for those of you obviously listening to this podcast, spoiler alert, Goku's an alien. I already, already mentioned it before, but hey, if you didn't catch that, spoiler alert, he's an alien. So... Along with Bulma and the others, decide not to tell Goku that he was responsible for killing his grandfather when he turned it into a great ape. However, Goku finds out that he was the one that killed his grandfather in Dragon Ball Z episode Spirit Bomb Away. So, that is a long ways away from now, but he does eventually figure out that. He did kill his grandpa and he does apologize for what he did and handles the truth very well. This isn't much of a trivia, uh, but this is the first time Goku's tail is cut off, but it la- it grows back later on in Monster Beast Gyron, I think that's how you say it. Also, Goku later reunites with Bulma, Oolong, and Yamcha in episode The Tournament Begins. So, we're also not too far from that. That is, like I said, in the World Tournament Saga that we are now going to be getting into. Okay, and for censorship. In this episode, when Goku turns back into his normal form after being the Great Ape, he is butt naked. The Ocean Group dub decided to edit the scene by putting a flower in the way, covering up Goku's front junk. His frunk. Okay? they cover that up and that will do it for us now and that's it as usual take care everyone stay safe